guys, it's the Cook and the Coach podcast. I'm Kenny. I'm the Cook. Bays, I'm the Coach. Welcome back, guys. I know we were talking an episode or two ago about the everything bubble. And Indeed. I started reading up about it a little bit. And I started out kind of interested. And then I got less interested and less interested and less interested as I went along. Dude, I, I don't care about the everything oh. bubble. <laughs> I don't care about it. Dude. I don't care. I can't care about it, dude. I just I just read bubble too many times and there were too many economic terms I didn't understand. And some articles said that it was it was real and other articles said it wasn't real. And I just I I just lost interest, man. Listen, the everything bubble gives me hope. Why does it give you hope? hope? For despair. For despair. There's so much despair. You're not looking hard enough, dude. There's I plenty. Need more. There's I need more. Dude, just look around. I want bit, I want to see everybody struggle. I don't know why. Bro, move to Can India. You'll see dude. some struggle right now. There's plenty no, of places no, no, you can no, go no, for no, struggle. No no, no. no, no, no. I don't like that kind of struggle. I like first world struggle. First world <laughs> struggle excites me. First world struggle. What do you mean first world struggle? Remember, remember we talked about this in the pod. Remember that at like the very, very, very beginning, like the first week of the pandemic. Yeah. Like before even like shutdowns happened, it was like you, me, Dave, and Curry. Yeah. We watched uh, Contagion. Oh yeah. And how like everything, like little like things in the beginning of the movie were happening at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Experiencing it. It was yeah. It was a great choice. <laughs> and it shot in Minnesota nothing, too. Nothing gets my butt more tingly and more excited. <laughs> God. A little worldwide catastrophe. But why? Well, I don't understand. What's first world? What do you say? First world catastrophe? First world whatever? Because like when people are like actually dying and people are like actually like. Well, like everyone in like a very small pocket is like actually like severely impoverished and like half the population is like dying from this one thing. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit much. But when it's like one out of every ten. It's like. (laughs) When there's like sick. still like you sick fuck. When there's like <laughs> electricity still, but like you can't go outside your house. Dude, it's like one in internet, ten? but it's like you can't go see your neighbor because if you touch him, you might die. Like that stuff is like ooh, it's a little. One in ten is an insane percentage, dude. That's worse than Corona. Oh my god, you're a sick freak. <laughs> Insatiable. I, like, if the first half of Contagion happened, that's like my dream. The first half. And so not the resolution. They never get a solution. You just want you just want pandemics little, forever. This pandemic was super exciting for the first like two months. I was I was I was all in. Yeah, you I was were, so excited. Yeah. And then May came around, I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> you start to do a body count. You start to see what's. It's just kind of like oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Things are looking up. No, this is the thing. Like every like you know how you go on a first date and you like start talking to a girl, yeah. and they're like you're so like cool like normal. I'm like in the back of my head. I'm like you know there's a there's a little crazy there. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's let's say the Tom Segura beat the, the yeah. Tom Segura bit. Let's not. Don't don't scare her. Don't scare, don't scare her. her. Don't, yeah. s- don't scare her on the first day. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell her what you want to see with the pandemic. 
Don't. <laughs> yeah, what do you really want? You can't afford to do that, dude. It's too risky. Man, I just feel like that type of everything bubble type thing, I don't know. The way you were making it sound, it didn't sound like something where people would just be struggling a little bit, like first world stuff. It, you made it sound way worse. And when it's too catastrophic, like, when it's too catastrophic, I don't care anymore. When it's like, oh, an asteroid might hit the Earth and destroy everyone and kill and what everything. What can you do? There's nothing what can you, you can do? do. What are you gonna worry? You're you gonna do? watch some NASA like readings on their like their live feed on the website. Go fuck no. yourself. That's not gonna work. Go fuck it's, yourself. No, it's stupid. No, 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 no. But like, but building a bunker is kind of fun. You know what I mean? Like, there's levels to it. There's right? a little excitement, right? There's a little right. bit of a because it's a little bit more manageable. But even then, how nice are you gonna make your bunker? How? You know what I mean? Like, also, that's not really something you can show off to too many people because if you show off to too many people, now like a community of people knows you have a bunker, you know, and that kind of takes away the purpose of the bunker. One, either you're a crazy person, or yeah. two, when things do hit the fan, yeah, they they're coming to your place. Right, you word that. spreads. Word spreads. Everyone knows, and you didn't pack enough sardines and black beans down there for your cul-de-sac you stacked enough for yourself for a year or whatever they might they might kill you to use your bunker see people get crazy they the were problem wrestling for paper towels and and that shit in walmart or whatever happened last year that people get weird ken when i when i heard about that happening do you know how excited i got oh but that's the fun level that's the fun level where people are just kind of wrestling, elbowing themselves Ken, for basic necessities. But no, Ken, you'll eventually get them. It's it's all fun to me. Yeah, but no, but that's the thing. It's not fun at a certain level. If too many people are going down I, or it's way too dramatic, then it's not fun anymore. I would be a great movie villain. Yeah, you would, dude. <laughs> you're literally like, I would. Pre- you're literally saying I would prefer to watch the world burn. You psychopath. <laughs> yeah, of course it's, you would make a good villain. This is the dark side of me. At least you're honest about it, dude. I think a lot of people just don't say what they actually think, and then they just die of some some mystery disease at like 55, and it's like, what? Yeah, because you see, that person was holding in some weird shit that they never talked about. They never just said I'm the crazy. This is therapy. Guys, this this is healthy. I'm not going to kill people because I'm talking about it on the pod. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I was I didn't say that you wanted to kill people. So you brought it to a new level now. <laughs> Where now you actually you're designing the not virus. Not my hands. Not with my hands. Ah, oh, just go just, in the lab and You're just investing some seed money into say, you know, a chemical lab or something like that. I work without you, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. Oh. Uh, uh, if employer sees this, goddamn. Oh, uh, uh, if your employer sees it and they actually think you're serious, you should quit your job before they fire you because they're dumb. I'm half serious. Yeah. It's really true though. It's really true. I'm half true. serious. Yeah, it's a. Pr- I hate that whole thing, dude. I know what you mean. I don't want the pandemic to leave. I need I, more pandemic in my life. You know what's weird, man? It's like I actually. Can you make a new one? I'm sure they're working on that right now. <laughs> actually, um, but 
they like I've had these little steps of coming out of like COVID. Like I like literally this weekend I went to go like pick up my sister because we were doing like this family thing actually for Father's Day. And I realized after I picked her up, like, oh, I didn't bring a mask today. And mm-hmm. it and like that was the first time I've ever actually forgotten the mask and not brought it with me outside the apartment or house or wherever I was. Yeah. Uh, since probably last March, unless I was just going to be strictly outside. And I actually like forgot about it. And then it wasn't a problem. I went into places and no one asked me to put it on. Yeah. And kind of weird. Like that's a big step. I don't you like had any it. Of those? <laughs> I, dude, I miss some semblance of just being able to fucking live my life. Like, I got the second shot, and since I got the second shot, I just haven't really worn a mask anywhere. And everyone's like, yeah, you have to wear a mask. Just do your thing. I'm kind of like, aw. It's over. Aw. That's it? Hey, everyone, come back. <laughs> it's like a party. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how. This see this is a great example. This is how much COVID and lockdown fucked with you and fucked up your brain because you're an extrovert. The fact that you would prefer to only see a portion of people's faces and be isolated from them, you would have never said that a year ago. This is how much your no, brain no, no, has no, been no. twisted. No, 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 no. It's okay. I'm a crazy person. We know this. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like yep. crowds. I like people. Mm-hmm. I like doing shit. Yeah. But when I tell you the most peace, the healthiest I felt, the most fun I've yeah. had at home yeah. was during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Ken, I wouldn't try it for anything. It was really good, dude. There was a lot. Of, I mean, I'm lucky enough to say the same. Like, there's a lot of good parts about it. Like, I got a lot I of could, time with people, like, in a close bubble. I got paid to stay at home and do nothing. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'll, all, all I did during my day is I woke up. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, do a couple of things online here and there for work for an hour or two. I'll go hit the gym. Yeah. Come back home. I do the pod with you. Yep. And I, 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 that's it. <laughs> that's it's it. Simple, simple time, you know. Just a um, short I, list of things to do I each watch, day. I watch my podcast at night. I pour myself a little drink. That's it. Yep. It's nice. Ken, right? what? What's better? What's better? Uh, I mean, seeing people, I think, would be up there, but I know what you mean, man. It was Zoom. really good. Zoom is not great, dude. I, I'm really getting sick of Zoom. Oh, I'm but getting like, so sick of Zoom. But for a, for a time, it was kind of fun. For a time, it was fun. But now it's really starting to feel like I'm just like, now it kind of feels more and more like there's, I have this like, this little cardboard black box that in my apartment, you know, like when you had the, like the, like the tomato cans with the string attached it yeah. kind of feels Zoom kind of feels like that. It's like you can kind of hear what's going on. You kind of can talk with somebody, but it kind of fucking sucks. I feel like I have a black cardboard box that can shoot into anyone's house, and I like look in with binoculars, and I can like kind of see someone and hear them. But we're so far away. There's a delay. <laughs> and, I like social cues. You can't really have social cues, dude. Doing therapy yeah. over Zoom is so weird. Just like continuing to talk and talk and talk, like, it, like not knowing like when to take. I'm new to therapy, and I'm only like ju- I've only ever done it over Zoom, and it's just so hard to pick up on social cues with someone you're still getting to know over yeah. Zoom. It's so weird. I'm sick of Zoom. I'm sick of it. 
I want it to be done. I want to do more. Uh, like, there's there's so many meetings that are like, why, why am I going to this meeting? This meeting is stupid. This meeting is pointless. Yeah. But when it's a Zoom meeting, typically they last, they last for a short amount of time. And when you're done, you're at your home already. It's great. Yeah, there. I'll give you that, dude. For working from home, it's really nice. Um, it's so nice when you're working. So and nice. And by the way, I've been hearing that people are quitting jobs when they're being asked to come back into work in the office. Like people are saying no oh. to the point where they're actually quitting their jobs, and which is good. Very good. The number one thing. The the number one thing. The number one thing you learn out of this pandemic. You don't need to work in the office. Yeah, huge, dude. We don't need to work in the office. Huge. I mean, you only work 40 hours a week. Agreed. Just in the office, 40 hours a week bullshit is complete bullshit. Absolutely. None of it makes sense. Absolutely. None of it. I totally you, agree, dude. You can get the same exact work done in probably 25 to 30 hours from home. Agreed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no questions asked. Yeah, I did this little contract. Uh, literally, this really weird, this like three-day marketing contract. And I had to remind myself like, yeah, like this, it's normal to have to like take these breaks. And like anytime I've ever had a job in an office, Stupid. like there were breaks that I needed Stupid. to take where like my brain was just kind of done working for a little bit. And like it was dumb too because I was being charged. I was charging hourly and I was like, well, for fuck's sake, I signed up for a three-day contract, but I got this work done way faster. And it's like an incentive to not work fast. You know what I mean? It's like it's almost like I'm exactly. being incentivized to work slowly. So it's like, what do I do? Do I charge them for what I said I would I – would, what, do I charge them for 24 hours worth of work or do I charge them for what I actually worked and take the fall myself? Which is like more like 10 probably? It was like half. It was like, yeah, it was like probably 12 to yeah, 15 12, hours. 12. And it so just you sucked. You know what I mean? It's like, And I ended up doing that. But it's like, I don't know. Uh, but I will say, uh, that's totally a tangent. But what I do like is that people are actually holding the line and not uh, going back to work how I love their it. business wanted to. Because I was afraid people wouldn't do that. I, w I was afraid that they would just wimp out and just go back and do whatever their employer said. But they're actually quitting. Like, that's how far they're going. Like, whenever I'm doing an interview now, it. I'm like, remote work is like, it's like one of the first things I mention. Like, if I require it now. And hey, it's great. Two days max. Two days max and coming in the office. Two days a week max. Yeah, like the hybrid I'm thing. coming in the office. Yeah. It's max, I'm coming in the office two days a week. Otherwise, totally reasonable. Deuces. Totally reasonable. Deuces. And I feel like that'll it's be like really Mark. cool too. Mark's doing that? That's what Mark was telling us. Ooh. Monday, Tuesday in the office. I didn't rest of the week. Hey, does his work at home. That's sick. And that's why Love I think it. too, like, that will be so much more fun to be able to, like, work from a different state or a different country for a while and just explore and do other shit. Like, that's that opens the door for that kind of stuff, you know? Like, so many people are going to be able to do that now. That's what Schultz was saying beginning of the pandemic, like in March. He was, like, saying, like, people now are going to, like, get together with their groups of friends be like, hey, let's go to, like, this one, let's get this Airbnb for, like, two weeks in this remote, like, country, and we always work from our laptops during the day, and we do whatever we want. Oh, like, that's a sick afternoons. idea. That's a sick idea. If you can afford to do that, why the hell wouldn't you at this point? Totally, yeah. It makes all the sense in the world. Well, I mean, honestly, that doesn't even sound like a particularly expensive idea. I mean, especially if you're splitting an Airbnb with lots of people and you just and you have a full time job like that, like. Or Ken, how doable. about this? If you if you can work remotely like full time, 
Just get a group of friends. You just hop from place to place for like four months, six months at a time. Just like rent a place out. Yeah. Like they're parts of the country or whatever. Totally. That makes so much sense. Totally. Yeah. I totally agree, dude. Dude, that'd be so fun. I think that'd be sick. That's what I want to do, honestly. I think that would be so, 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 so fun. Um, dude. Dude, I'm in a bad I mood. Think... I'm in a bad mood, by the way. And this is somewhat related. I So the good news is I re-signed the lease for my apartment and I'm getting I'm paying even less than I did before. But dude, the reason I'm mad is my fucking communal laundry machines upstairs. It's like every other week I have a problem with them and it's really making me mad. Like it's driving me crazy. I couldn't do my laundry. I, I loaded everything, the detergents, the softener, all the clothes, had everything set up and then tried to pay and it, was, it gave me this alert of like, please call for service. And I do that and they're like, oh, well, here's the solution. Try this. And I try that. It doesn't work. And then I have to unload all of the laundry and bring it back down. I hate that kind of shit, dude. It drives me crazy. I hate it. Unbelievable. I hate Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. I completely agree. The number of times I've had issues with the fucking laundry machines here, it's unbelievable. Dude, oh, that dude, sucks. Just the rage. I am going to break one of those machines. Like, how the the how hard I slam that washing machine door closed when it doesn't work. Like, I'm surprised it hasn't broken yet. Why is the maintenance guy fixed it? They do. And then they just shortly after it's broken again. It's unbelievable. By the way, the original maintenance machine. guy, I think, doesn't work here anymore. I don't know. Aww, he was nice. He was nice. He gave me tips. He, like, helped me out. He really had a Kramer energy, by the way. I forget it. Like, like I, I mentioned that. Yeah. Yes. Like, when he would come in and, like, fix and have someone fix, like, the dishwasher or something, he really would just show up. But he was really nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah, he really was. I don't mind it, actually. He he was Kramer. I actually miss him. I don't make this guy. If you just like kind of pop in, like, hey, I'm fixing your shit. Yeah. Hey, if you're here to fix my shit, go ahead. I don't care what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, you know, what I, you actually, do, I actually miss Kramer. Kramer was fun. I I wish he was still here. How's this new guy? What's the new guy like? The new guy is, he kind of keeps to himself. He's not as jovial, I would say. Um, sure. He's... Seems like he's pretty good at his job. Um, I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion about him yet. He's I he's only I've only ever seen him like painting parts of like the walls and stuff like in the hallways because people like no Kramer them or shit. He's no Kramer. He he's just kind of. I honestly, if I'm being totally honest, sometimes when I see him, I'm a little bit bummed out because like he doesn't <laughs> seem very happy, and so like I kind of get a little bit sad. When I see him, whereas when I saw Kramer, I was really happy and I was like, oh, it's good to see him. I might have like a fun conversation and I'm trying to build that rapport with this new guy. And he's just kind of bums me out. He doesn't bring the energy. He doesn't bring the heat. And it's just you don't want like a guy who's just kind of always around your apartment to be kind of a dour or unhappy. You know what I mean? It's like you're bringing down the vibe of everyone who lives here. Now, I'm not saying that it's like the ideal job. I get it. But it's just kind of. The Kramer was thriving. He was so happy. He was so nice. Like he right. t- he asked me about my music, and he was like, "Oh, I'll give it a listen. I'll play your EP." <laughs> I'm like, "Thanks, dude." Like that's how much of a conversation we had. Like we got to our hobbies. It's like yeah. So I don't know, dude. But I am excited to resign the lease. That uh, that went well. Like I've been meeting people on the rooftop. Finally, like things are opening up for that, which has been really but nice. Have you talked to this girl yet? 
I haven't seen her, man. It's like she just vanished. It's like she was. It's and dude. It's like she was. It's like she was a mirage in the desert. Let's have a double date with her and a friend. They seem nice. They do seem nice. They seem like they have great personalities. <laughs> Guys, that's been another episode of the Cook and the Coach Podcast. Instagram at Cook and Coach Pod, YouTube, TikTok at Cook and Coach. You can find us there. Based on on all social media, you can find Ken at Haymarket Pantry on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and at Kenny Martin Music. Same three. And yeah, thanks for listening, all. We appreciate it. Share, let us know about what you like, and we'll see you next time. There we go, guys. See you next time. Peace.